What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. This Haberman of Middlecoff segment is brought to you by ashford.edu slash ham and the DraftKings app, promo code ham and manscaped.com, promo code ham and mybookie.ag, promo code ham1 and upstart.com slash ham. If you're a child of the 90s, this is uh, your childhood here. Packers, 49ers, Sunday afternoon. Winner goes to the Super Bowl. Well, if you are a child of the Harbaugh years, they remember they played back-to-back years in the playoffs. Now it wasn't NFC Championship games, but we've you know yeah. if you're a child of, recently, of the Harbaugh years, how old are you? You know, like if you were eight, so you in like 2010. Born, yeah, so you would so have been you, born like uh, like yeah, you're going to college now, yeah. like 2000. I mean, I mean, if you, you you've seen it, you've seen the 49ers. I don't, we don't literally mean people conceived during the Harbaugh years. No, well, I mean, possibly. Now they're just now they're eight or nine, so their favorite team. Yeah, is we hope you out there listening the to the pod. You know, subscribe, rate, <laughs> yeah. review. We appreciate, yeah. by the way, all the reviews and and uh, ratings. So go do that. Yeah, definitely add some reviews. Last time they faced each other, because I was thinking, how did they not face each other in the championship game? But they didn't because the last year that the Niners made the playoffs with Harbaugh, remember they played in the game where Kaepernick wore no sleeves and it was freezing fucking cold. He went Bud Grant, yeah, and. Uh, Remember Kaepernick threw a pick, but the guy dropped it. And uh, then the week, the year before is when Kaepernick ran all over him, and Roman was really taking the league by storm with the pistol. But the NFC Championship game, I did a little research. Well, I'd heard it, but I knew it was 97, so I just typed in the game. I was like, God, I, I kind of remember that game. I swear to God, like I knew they lost. I'm like, God, I can't believe they went to Lambeau and lost. The game was in San, the game was a candlestick. Both of them, guy, identical records to this year. Both fourteen and three going into that game. I'd have to do dive d- uh, deeper to find out like the tiebreaker or whatever. But the Niners lost at home, twenty three to ten. Now I'm pretty sure the Packers would go on to lose to the Denver Broncos. They were the defending champions, so like that Packer team was really fucking good, right? I mean, Brett was in the midst of his three time MVP stretch, which Marty Morningwick told me once in Philly. He thought he was there. Crazy thing, I bet if we look back at that 97 Holmgren staff, it was like Andy, Holmgren, Mariucci. I think Gruden had just left that year to go to Philly, but like they had some pretty, like I think Sherman, like they had some famous guys on the staff. 
Uh, I, I just... Aaron made that throw to Devontae Adams. I guess the one that technically clinched it, right, was the one a couple plays later to Jimmy Graham tonight. But it's safe to say that, like, the Aaron Rodgers they're seeing is not the same Aaron Rodgers they saw earlier this decade when he was, quote-unquote, in the peak of his powers. Now, he's still really fucking good. It'd be like facing, like... I'm not comparing Aaron Rodgers to Michael Jordan because I don't even believe that. But I'm just being like, when you face Michael in 98... Again, Michael at his own sport was better than Aaron, but he was a he wasn't ninety three Michael, and that's kind of what you see when you're watching him, right? And this Packer team, like, do you trust little Matty Lafleur? Uh, today, it kind of feels like we'll probably know more in the next couple of days. How many guys do they have on the sideline, like holding their arms? I mean, it's part of playing Seattle. It, like, feels like you're fighting a guy that has a bat in their hand. I mean, they're just it's just a violent game. The Niners did you are kind know, of lucky. Did you know Jared Valdir was starting? Today, Sunday. Well, I, you will only because when the game started and they were saying, I didn't know that Brian Balaga has like the flu was right. terribly sick, sick and they didn't have a choice. Yeah, I mean that's just what are you gonna do? But he'll be back next week. Either way, like that's a 49ers feel good about Brian. Bal- I guess Brian Balaga is a much better player than Jared Valdir. Yeah. Someone retweeted on my timeline tonight that Valdir signed with the Patriots in like the spring and then decided to retire. No. Oh in like June or something. Or maybe he went on a visit to the Patriots. And then like the next day he's like, I decided to retire. And someone just quoted it. Like, I hope everyone realized this guy's now starting in the second round of the playoffs. That's crazy. <laughs> but that's just kind of the NFL, right? We just, I mean, Marshawn Lynch was retired all season. And actually, you know, I got to give him credit. He ran pretty hard. Do you, um, do you like, if you're the Niners or if you're a Niner fan, listen to this. Uh, are you, and I, I heard uh, Larry Kruger and uh, John Lund and uh Dennis Brown discussing this on uh, Niner Post game on Saturday night, and it was the first thing that popped in my head. I think it's a natural question to ask. You feel good about the fact that the Niners beat the Packers thirty-seven to eight, or does it concern you at all? And Dennis's thing was like, "Look, that was a long time ago. This is the NFC Championship game. Um, that's a non-factor in the Niners' mind. Like the question being, is there any chance the Niners just don't quite take them as seriously as they should?" given how easily they beat them the last time. I mean, Rodgers. fall? Well, so I would fall that it's not an issue. But at the end of the day, I just, you're a human. You didn't win 21 to 10. You won 37 to 8. I, I would say it's not a concern of mine, but I, I'm, I wouldn't just dismiss it out and out, dismiss it. Well, because did it cross your mind when it looked like Hey, everyone, maybe Bill Polian, Jim Murray, and Bill whatever aren't idiots when they voted Russell Wilson first team All-Pro. Like, Russell Wilson's a better player than Lamar. Did he have a better season? No. Is he a better player? You bet your fucking ass he is. And when he was, it felt like, oh my God, is Russell Wilson going to pull this thing off? If the Seattle had won this game, this whole week would have been edgy, right? People were like, oh shit. Right. Oh shit. Everyone just tight. Just your classic, like your typical... Champion, like if the Chiefs would have been facing the Patriots, it would just been like everyone's backs against the wall, fucking arms out, fist clenched, just super focused. These guys are human. I'm with you. I know it's like it's Aaron Rodgers, it's the Green Bay Packers. They beat the shit out of them, guy. And remember, all week we're like, you gotta watch out for Zedarius. What's Zedarius done all season long? Kick everyone's ass except really them. You gotta watch out for the running backs. They didn't do anything. You gotta watch out for Rodgers. He threw for 100 yards. Now, well, John, 100 yards, he had the worst game of his career by yards per completion, Attempt, yards per attempt. Yeah. It was 1.7. Yeah. 
I, I tend to lean with you. Pass like, play. like I was texting to the, earlier this morning before the game with Jeff Schwartz, and I was like, right before the Chiefs game started, because he's like, "How are you going to bet on the against the Tennessee Titans?" And I just like, I you know where I think it helps the Chiefs facing the Titans? They beat them like a month and a half ago. So it's all Andy has to do is like, we lost to these guys because I, I, you can say all oh, the playoffs and I the, we're dealing with humans here. You just like Ryan Tannehill, the fucking Tennessee Titans beat us. I just walk out of the room like that's the, everyone's going to be focused on top of it being the AFC Championship game. But it's like, what do you do? Like relook at the film, Bosa. You could have been one step closer after you sacked. You know, it's like you kicked the shit out of them. Would you say that? That I guess the Panther game was, but that would be the number two ass whooping of the year. That game, right? Panthers was the clear one. They were a close second. Of yeah. just a, and you could say that game was different because it was night. In retrospect, yeah. now it's number one given how good the Packers were. Are I mean, Rogers said it in the post game with Aaron Andrews. What do you believe him that he even thinks that that they're the two best teams in the NFC? Because <laughs> I felt like, does he even really believe this, or is he just saying it? Well, like, my I, thought was, well, he's I mean, playing he knows, a lot better teams. My right? thought was, well, he knows the Saints are better than him, right? <laughs> that was my thought. I was like, no, nah, it's Saints Niners. But you think he's played on a lot better teams than this current team? even though it's gotten farther than a lot of those other teams. Like, the teams the yeah. Niners beat, I think the teams the Niners beat are much better. Yes. Somehow I ended up on this highlight of this Cardinals, Arizona Cardinal-Packer game, and it's just, it's Rodgers throwing to, like, Jordy, Greg Jennings, and it's like, gee, they got some sweet dudes. Now it's just like, Devontae, 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 and that's awesome. They used to have, like, three Devontae's. There was a point in time where they had Devontae with Randall Cobb and Jordy, and it's like, weep, beep, boop. Yeah. And, and that's just where I was texting with someone that was texting with a very, very famous defensive coach. And he texted him who he thought was scarier. And the guy's response was both, LOL. But then he's like, prime Rodgers. But I, I think where we're at, prime Rodgers was really like 10 to 14. He's not quite prime Rodgers. He's really more like, old man game, Michael Jordan back you down. But as you saw in that final pass, like he's a potent killer. I just don't know if he's as potent killer. Like start, like the Niners team is a potent killer start to finish. The Packers used to be like Rod, like Russell, like when Russell's gets on, he's just unstoppable to me. Rogers still great player, but I just don't, he doesn't scare me quite as much. I'm saying that with all due respect. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you, you follow me that what I'm trying to say? Like, do you still do you still hold him in the same regard as one of the best players you've ever seen? Like, like the way he's currently. I don't playing. think he's still that guy, but I think on a given day he can be the guy that beats you. Now, yeah. part of it they only have like if he had three Devonte Adams. Yeah. Like right, if he just had every play to Devonte looked like prime Rodgers, right? Yeah. To me, to me, he just he about, just needs one more guy. How about him after the game? He's like, you know, Aaron's like, what about that throw to Devonte? He's like, yeah, you know, great cat. I wish he'd stayed in bounds, but you know, whatever. <laughs> was, that, was that like a shot? Like, just like uh, maybe he's he... just dry humor. I don't. But yeah, man. I mean, that <laughs> I to some degree, I think we got to take the Niners game against the Packers two, and two throw star, it out. Two, two star rivals, Devonte. You see that? Oh. Yeah, so, someone would like pull it up his uh, rivals account, and they're like, "Yeah, this this guy's probably unemployed now." Was, I think uh, it had a lot to do with like academics. He didn't have any offers because his GPA was like one four. Um, that's why that's why he came to Fresno and got that bad boy up. 
I uh, I don't put a ton of stock in that first meeting, other than I do think the Niners are just better. So are they thirty-seven to eight better? I mean, you know, whatever that you start the game with a fumble at the goal line and that whole thing. Uh, I think the season's kind of settled down for both teams since then. Yeah, but I mean, he was kind of struggling to me the last game of the season against the Lions. I'm talking the Packers. Yeah. Today they were I, they were pretty much in full control. Russell was just pulling some plays out of his ass. But once that game ended yesterday, or I guess if you're listening this Monday on Saturday, it's pretty clear the Niners are the best team in the NFC. That's why to me, like the only team that could play with them would be Seattle. And I don't even think Seattle's as good. I would just be like, yeah, this game's going to overtime. <laughs> you know? That's just how I would view that game. I don't view the Packers. I, I saw the line got tweeted. The Niners are a seven-point favorite. And, for example, like the Chiefs are a seven-point favorite over the Titans. And that game feels maybe a little tighter. Like this seven-points guy in a in a one-versus-two, isn't that a lot of fucking points for a team that's also 13-3? and three? Like that's, It's been the story of this league, though. I mean... I, like at this point, if it's not, I, I just, how is it not, to me, how is it not Niners Chiefs Super Bowl? Well, that sure feels where it's headed. I mean, if Derrick Henry th- goes his fourth straight game for 190 yards, which would be an NFL record, I actually think yesterday was an NFL record. It, it, it is. Vra- three in a row was an NFL, yeah. Yeah, because they asked Vrabel, like, what do you think? Well, he's like, well, if you're, if the statement starts with, well, this is the first time in NFL history it happens, it's just all you need to know right there. <laughs> you know, 180. Was 180 or 190? The well, I think the record is 170 plus. 170 plus. Yeah, he's a he's a horse. He it's but crazy. Like, if I had to rank the teams who honestly scared me the most, just with the final four, the Packers would be last. If you told me the Niners were playing the Titans, I'd be like, well, it's gonna be a fucking interesting game. Yeah. Like, but do you, if just, I told but, you right now that they could flip flop, would the Niners rather face the Packers or the Titans? Yeah, the Packers, but the Packers. Which but is, also, but that, that's where it gets back to, like, I don't think Rodgers, if you viewed him the same, and part of it's his team, right? It's It might be more his team. Like, they're not as potent. They just, I mean, they depend, like, Jimmy Graham is, like, one of their guys. Lazorzo, whoever that guy is, he's actually not bad. He got hurt. Lazard. And then they got Jair Alexander was, like, holding his hand. Part of playing Seattle is it's a fucking MMA fight. So you just, they might well, you might John, beat them, but they're going to break your rib and they're going to give you concussion. Do you remember Marquez Valdez Scantling? Well, where is he? Is he's, he hurt? No, he's he play, he's been playing. I just checked his game log. Like he's played every week. Yeah, I mean, I, the one guy you do like Zedarius is dominant, and their defense is pretty good. Like it, to me, it's like people love doing this when you're playing Russ, and they it's the same with the Niners. Like, oh, their defense is falling apart. No, it's just this guy is just a fucking magician. Like I. If you told me, like, one guy could go 80 against the 85 Bears, I'd be like, well, it might be that little guy. <laughs> I mean, it's just, I, it's a sliding scale with him. Like, the Packers defense, when it mattered, was pretty dominant. And then you just, you get to, like, 21 to 3. You get in a weird spot in the second half of a game. Like, I, that's, the Texans, that's not, they don't get to do the same thing as the Packers. Like, th- their lead was only early in the second quarter. Once you, to me, in the second half, when you got a lead at home, you're just like, God, you're just... You're just trying to get to double zeros, you know? And it puts you in a weird spot, and that's a weird spot to be against Russell because that's like when he thrives. You're like, oh, you guys are getting fucking complacent now. (laughs) And then he just pulls some Houdini stuff. I I think the Niners are very, very lucky. This is wild to say. I don't think most times you can say this, like they avoided Seattle. Because you agree the Packers are the better team. 
than the Seahawks. In theory, right? Like, right, right. Like that's what I mean. Just like, <laughs> I mean, they won. They won the game Sunday. Yeah, but who scares you more? Now? No doubt. And I think you'd get credit. You'd get more credit if you beat the Seahawks team, right? You beat them twice down the stretch, and you beat them in the NFC Championship game. I guy, I don't even. Was that even a question? Like, do you? Well, they, they. You get credit for winning the NFC, but if the Niners just win by twenty, it'd be like, oh, of course they did. The Niners is the best team. But it feels like Seattle. The game would just not look like that. Which is honestly, there was part of me. I mean, I, I want to see a Super Bowl of Chiefs Niners at this point. But it's like, I kind of want Seattle because this week would feel just double as big. And it's, right. it doesn't get much bigger than the NFC Championship game, but it's partly because I don't take the Packers that seriously. Maybe I'm just, uh, I don't have, what does Steve Kerr call it? Appropriate fear. I have none. I mean, I have a little, but not much. Um, well, it, it feels, and we'll get into the Vikings game, but I would say what would give me the appropriate fear is kind of what gave you the appropriate fear in the Minnesota game, which was just, if Garoppolo makes mistakes, or, or you know, like Brita has two fumbles, but I, it's as simple to me as it was in the <laughs> yeah, Vikings. Br- Brita will fumble now. I know. <laughs> One of them was the game was over. Um, but is Garoppolo going to make? You know, are the Smith brothers going to harass him enough that he makes mistakes? But that, but sneaky like that is something like Brita against like Zadarius or Preston. You could see the ball getting stripped out. You know that there. You kind of felt it last night when I'm watching it. Even if they're all healthy, I could see Kyle just trusting the other two guys more. Despite Brady at any moment could go like 90. Just that fucking ball could come out. And I think in a game against the Packers, the only way they lose, probably like a two to three turnover differential between the two teams. Yeah. Like the Packers have one. The Niners have three. You know? Because the, the, the Niners for a half kept the Vikings in it with just one pick. Well, I, I got a text before the game. I bet dinner with a buddy of mine that's a Vikings fan, and he's like, I also have a prop bet over under three Garoppolo interceptions. And I'm like, well, if he throws three picks, you guys are gonna, the Vikings are going to win the game. And I bet, uh, you know, John, not as a not, – he just – he wanted the Vikings, so I took the other team. You know, I, <laughs> uh, But um, he thought that Jimmy was going to throw more than three picks. Well, he must have had that pick six that didn't happen in the back of his head from two years ago. <laughs> Remember that one that. in Minnesota? <laughs> Yeah, but that's that's a lot of interceptions in a, in a playoff uh, game. Yeah, man. Look, I don't. He's he's a Vikings fan. He's getting <laughs> hopeful. He probably knew he needed to throw three picks for the Vikings to win. I don't know. That, that's true. That's true. But anyway, I, like that would be as we sit here Sunday night, Monday. As you're talking about this at work with all your buddies, um, I just I would love this week to to hear some other ways that the Niners are really in jeopardy outside of Garoppolo making mistakes. Well, I was texting with a buddy that's on a pretty good team, and he was, and we, I was like, uh, you know, the Green Bay Packers and the Minnesota Vikings have something in common because they both have premium players. They've been in a lot of playoff games, but the don't doesn't work out well against the Niners, and that's not a great offensive line. Yeah, neither one of those two teams. Like you watch the Chiefs, their offensive line solid. The Titans, offensive line solid. The Niners, offensive line solid. Seattle just figures it out with Russell. It's like, it's a Minnesota weakness. It is, if fucking Belaga's got, you know, the runs or whatever's going on, and they got to start Jared Valdir, the domino effect there, their offensive line is not great. And when you see D. Ford coming back, they annihilate the weakness. Because if that is your weakness, that is the one thing that, like, you're so fucked against them because you can't hide. Some teams, if, like, they're one pass rushers out. You can just and you can run the ball on them. No big deal. 
But if you struggle to pass protect, and then especially when the Niners and they feels like for the most part have started really fast at home, just thinking about like the Browns game, Seattle game, the Packer game, the Rams game. I guess the Rams game they didn't, but those defensive linemen just get to tee off and the fucking place is so loud. That, that's you. Those guys have to play the best to me to beat the Niners. Your offensive line, now that Ford, D Ford's back, and you can tell he makes a big fucking difference, have to play like their best game for you to have a shot. Because think about the, let's throw out the Falcons game. The other two losses that were like legit games, the Ravens and the Seattle game, it's like it was a little harder. And they still made some big plays in the Seattle game. Remember, Buckner and Armstead had that crazy strip out of Russell that led to, was that, that yeah, that led to a touchdown mm-hmm. from Fred Warner. And uh, the Packer game, they just, I think they sacked Rodgers, if memory serves me correct, four or five times five in that times, game. Five times, yeah. So it's just, if they get the lead on you and your weakness is no, like if to me, if they play the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, the Chiefs offensive line is just solid. So it's like they could at least figure it out. Where and and like their tackles, no D Ford, for example, that the Green Bay Packers, if they're down like fourteen nothing in the first half, and it's just like uh, you guys just get to rush, they they are fucked. And that's where it's like, even though Seattle in theory should be, they just never are. Where I think Green Bay, and we saw it with our own eyes. And this gets back to your original point, and I I think your dead on guy is they are humans, and. Not that they wouldn't have appropriate fear, but like, how could they walk around looking at each other like, we're going to kick these guys' ass? Like, I don't want to say overconfidence because you should be super confident, but overconfident, like, how, if you knock the guy out, I, I've never been a boxer, but if you just got into a ring, Chuck Liddell style, and you lasted like 20 seconds with him, just knocked him out, and you got a rematch, I wonder if you just pulled every boxer that's ever been in that situation, that had like a first round knockout and fought the guy again. If they had the same mentality going into the second fight, it's a good question. I I do wonder. Fighting might be a little different, but yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. Feels like it. Um. Yeah, I'm do you trying think to think. The, like, do you like think a, the Chiefs have a little advantage over the Niners, given they're both playing teams they've already played, but the Chiefs lost the game and the 49ers destroyed the team? Um, just for one million percent focus, or yeah, is it just I, championship game, championship game. Everyone's locked. From a in. focus standpoint, I think they do have the advantage. Also, they just stared death in the face, albeit for like a quarter. The Chiefs. Who? Oh, um, yeah. You know, I mean, the difference would be that the Titans are the hottest team in football right now, just given who they've beaten two weeks in a row. So, you know, that's that's the one thing. If you're Kansas City, where it's like, I think Kansas City shouldn't have an issue, but. You know, I picked. They feel like an NCAA tournament team or something, right? I, I did not pick the Ravens to cover. You just said the Titans. You picked them to win. You picked the Titans to win two weeks in a row. Oh I picked them God. to cover two weeks in. A, wait, actually, I don't think I picked them to cover against the Patriots. So those are two great picks by you. Uh, Maybe because our GM always texts me right back, and I like him. Well, that's. I mean, but I mean, he's good guy. I mean, look, I mean, him and Vrabel are just. I think that that's where I get back to, like, the Titans. I just think, like, they have a clear identity. I take them seriously. Like, what is the Packers' true identity right now? You watch them, you go, well, they want to throw it all the time to Devontae, but you can't always throw Devontae. What, are you going to keep him on the left side? Because you're not going to put him over at Sherman. And then you go, if they can't run the ball, which most people this season have not been able to do with the Niners, they're going to be in trouble. Now, the difference, like, Cousins, what did we say all week? 
if he couldn't, if they can't run the ball, he's fucked. He'll he'll mentally just fall apart. We don't say that about Rodgers. Like if if they get twenty, if I tell you the the Packers rush for thirty seven yards, you're like, what is that? I don't, that means nothing to me. Because <laughs> if I tell you, you you're like, well, Rodgers can still throw for three hundred and three or four touchdowns. Yeah, and maybe they get a pick. So that's the difference. Like the 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 the, the Minnesota Vikings and Green Bay Packers actually are kind of similar. Both a couple elite pass rushers. Some the Vikings have a couple oh, of better players. One on defense, major difference. But, the the quarterback yeah well yeah that, but I'm just saying the Vikings would argue like they don't have a Harrison Smith you know I'd be like yeah Eric Hendricks is much better than like Blake Martinez but Rogers is the trump card of like he's in a different world than Kirk <laughs> a different stratosphere like of all the quarterbacks I mean was Cousins the worst guy this weekend like if just like if I had to have one he'd be the last guy I'd want yeah I mean the 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 Tannehill uh, you know Hunting games under 100? Yeah. Look, um, I think the thing with the Niners, if I said, give me, when it comes to the Packers, give me one stat or stat line or something that tells you what happened in the game. To me, it would be, give me Garoppolo's completions and attempts and interceptions. Because if he's 14 for 20 and no picks, which is what he was in the first meeting, that tells me they're either making plays on defense or they're running the rock. Because... The one thing I know with the Niners, when we start just comparing them to teams, right, is their run game, it'll be as good or better than anybody's run game. Their defense will be as good or better than anybody's defense. The question is, does the other team have a quarterback that can outplay Jimmy Garoppolo? The Vikings did not. The Packers do, right? The, True. The, 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 the Chiefs do, and the Titans don't. So, give me Garoppolo's, if he's – if he's fourteen, if he's forty three, uh, if you know, if he's 30, 35 or forty eight, I'm like, oh shit! I, what what did that game look like? Wait, what'd you say? Like thirty five and forty eight? Yeah, if you like, said thirty five and forty eight. They're probably gonna. I mean, that's not the Niners one. Great deal. percentage, but it's like, well, what did Mahomes do or the what did Rodgers do? Like that's scary. But if you tell me he's fourteen to twenty, no picks. Uh, how, that's that to me is how they they won the game. Yeah, I think Lamar, I'd have to look at his box score, had like 59 attempts. That's not what they want to do. Well, John, right? uh, 12 guys in the box will do that to you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just, I, I'm not trying to they be They put eight guys in the box and they made him beat him with his arms. Like, oh. Yeah, yeah and he couldn't. Uh, he threw a couple bad picks. I, I just. Well, they were behind in his defense. Yeah, it for was, sure. It was I, I just. I, I just don't take really I, I don't take I, I don't know. I, I don't take the Packers seriously. And that's not as someone that's like I'm not a shit talker about the Packers. I no. I have nothing but respect for Rogers' career. I've just watched them pretty closely this season. Now one of my early takes was just from a press conference, you gotta be careful with this. I watched Matt LaFleur's press conference when he was hired last year. I saw a tweet like on Tuesday, like year to the date LaFleur was introduced. And I was like, I bet the farm against that. And he's in the NFC Championship game. So, like, a li- you could say, think about this. Kyle and McVay. McVay's first year won the division, won and done in the playoffs. Lost a home playoff game in the wild card round. Kyle's first year ended on a good note. Remember, they traded for Jimmy. But it was like they went 6-10 and 10 and that landed McGlinchey. This guy's first year, he did. He is 14-3 and fucking three in the NFC Championship game. Not, and not only that, John, he beat Nagy. He beat Zimmer twice. He beat yeah, kicked his Fangio. Pete beat Pete Carroll. Beat Andy Reid. Albeit yeah, with a backup. But wait, 
Was Mahomes playing that game? Yeah, no, uh, Matt yeah. Moore played in that game. Uh, beat but, Shermer? Like, Gudekin's got to be pretty happy with his guy higher, right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Are you, are you trying to diminish his wins? No, I'm actually not. I just added Shermer just just as a fun <laughs> reminder. I, I mean, Pettin's been, right? Remember remember after that first game against Chicago, Pettin was the star. Like, where, where you sit here right now, do you think Matt LaFleur, like, you can't argue, like, he's done a good job because where they're at. But, like, do you watch the game and, like, feel his presence? Like, I, I don't think he's, like, John Harbaugh because I think he's calling the plays. But, like, is he totally? I, I just sometimes Lord. don't quite, for this young, hot shot, he clearly looks pretty good. You know, his, his beard and his hair is perfectly trimmed. He's skinny. Guy, he tore Achilles. He didn't add any weight, so he's got good genetics. I just don't, like, feel his fucking impact. And again, just from the counter, yeah, you know, the yeah. side. No, no, Rodgers looks happy. They look like they're on the same page. So like, he gets credit for that. You do get less credit when your quarterback's great, right? Same, same happened to McCarthy. But, but, I think, but I think always, Mike would say he made, he made Aaron like he did get Aaron when he was a rookie and like built him up. Yeah, right? I, I think the question's always like who makes who great. That's what makes the Patriots difficult because you're like I don't. I think they both make each other great. But yeah. like right now, and you know, I've as as you know, people listening know. It's particularly recent weeks. Like I'm betting on the future with Jimmy. Like I don't think it's going to be tens of fourteen forever. But right now, it's clear who makes who great. Right? It's Kyle makes him great. But tens I do 14s think it was, was eleven and nineteen. Eleven and nineteen. Guys. Well, I was talking about the, <laughs> the, that line I was giving you earlier. But I do oh. think he. I think he does stuff that you know, like we'll get to the Vikings. I, as I said, but like I, the Niners are better off with him than Kirk Cousins. Obviously, oh. I think the stuff he does doesn't quite show up in the box score because that's not the way they play. But did I you text me a couple things. weeks ago, like, thank God we don't have to watch this guy every week, yes, Kirk Cousins? I did text you that. He Is there a less fun, highly paid quarterback to watch? Like, literally can bring little joy. Do you know what a scout told me tonight? I actually text him about it. He said he creates anxiety watching him because he's got anxiety, and you kind of feel tight watching him. He's not a, he's not a comfortable watch. <laughs> I do think weak-armed quarterbacks feel that way. Not, you know, relatively weak-armed quarterbacks feel that way because everything's got to be early and it's all kind of – you have to, like, outsmart your physical limitations. I think that kind of feels that way too. Good call. Like watching pitchers who don't throw hard. It's just always, like, everything. Because yeah. every, every pitch is, like, such a big deal. Zito misses spot by an inch. Fucker's going to the water. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's true. But, like, I, I don't get anxiety watching Russell or – or Aaron, no, it's just more not. fun. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Anxiety if you're playing them. But but we're still not a totally past. As someone who's kind of gone all in on Jimmy, we're not totally past the anxiety point just because we haven't. Although the great, my favorite stat was, do you know which court coming into the weekend, which quarterback had the most Super Bowl rings? I mean, it's Garoppolo. <laughs> yeah. Um, Why? Because he has multiple. He's got two, yeah. <laughs> Rodgers has one. Russell I has one. I wonder what it's like for Jimmy – and this would be a good problem to have, like if he eventually wins one as a starter. Steve Young could probably obviously talk about this too. What that feels like versus, he, yeah, like you play a huge role in it because you're there every day. You're like, well, fuck, you see, especially in New England. Like, you know the work I had to put in, like things right. I have to do. For, but like, you also break down know film you, for John. When you do your weekly radio hit. They don't go and every week here he is, two times Super Bowl champ. <laughs> right? That's not how. That's not the introduction. No. Well, if he wins it this year, does he go three times Super Bowl champ like, uh, in the future? I, I, <laughs> Then you just go general Super Bowl, Super Bowl champ. champ. Yeah. yeah, Super Bowl champ. But um, he's like Super Bowls, bitch. That's right. Do you know what Belichick makes you do as a backup quarterback? I, uh, if I was him, I would take pride in that. Be like, you know what I did? You know how hard it was. 
It probably was miserable, right? Just like, Josh, I got to get in at 6 a.m. on Tuesday and break down film with Josh before Tom gets there. <laughs> yeah. It probably it's helped him out with Mike and Kyle coming after his ass. I am excited about this game, although I will say the Packers, like, A-Rod's been so good for so long. The whole Rodgers didn't get drafted by the Niners thing doesn't do much for me. Um, but it'll be a thing this week, and it's, it's fine. Well, there is, on his resume guy, little elephant in the room, like, are you ever going to beat this fucking team in a big game? You, this is your third time playing them this decade, and they've beat you twice. So well, you're going to go 0 for is, 3? Is Russell's resume now, are you ever going to win at Lambeau? He's 0 for 4 there now. Yeah, but he's got Super Bowl. Ch- well, I guess yeah, see, I don't, got one too. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't look at. You don't Aaron put much stock into that. You don't no. like him. That's that's like an NBA type deal. You ever gonna beat the squad? Yeah. W- once you're a champion, it's like yeah. Well, I've won it before. I mean, but he did as as Parag Morate was on the podcast with us, and he told us that he had a contract done with Aaron Rodgers before they drafted Alex. In case they chose not to draft Alex, they still drafted Alex and didn't have a contract done with him. But well, I, I. Okay, that's unfair. You're right because Russell's now zero and four at Lambeau. There is something though too. If you are Aaron and you did grow up in this area and you're playing them now for the third time in the playoffs, they've knocked you out twice. So there is some now. It was different teams and really obviously way different players. Think of the defense like Bowman, Willis, Justin, Alden, Ahmad Brooks, Ray McDonald. I mean, those guys are just that's who he was playing. So this yeah. is completely different. But the jersey. Like, this does, if you're an older guy, like, there is some shit to this, right? You just want to beat that team. For, For sure. him, it's a big fucking moment. Uh, can you imagine beating the, if you're him, beating the 49ers to go to the Super Bowl? Right. And like, be, it's a and big doing moment. doing it there. Doing it And doing there. it here with his, here. Well, I was going to say his family there, but uh, friends there, maybe. Does he have? Oh, those? yeah. cold blooded. <laughs> sen- 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 sensitive topic. But, you know, just a big moment for, uh, maybe Tedford come support. For sure. You know, that's his guy. Justin Wilcox, uh, maybe. It's it's a cool moment. It's a cool moment. To um, me, I, it's it's. I I, I gotta hype it up because I don't view the game as serious as I should. In terms of like the Niners should win seven points is huge. Like that's a big line for two thirteen and three teams. That's Vegas telling you one team is dramatically better than the other. And also, I think just Vegas knows who how much belief, how much confidence people have. The Niners just were seven point favorites and. I mean, the second half of the game, you could have left the stadium early if you attended the game. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.